Hey folks, welcome back to Misty and Ike, a daily pop culture podcast produced by Brickyard Media Group. And now here's your hosts, Misty Roberts and Isaac Heckert. Happy Friday, everybody. Happy Friday. Welcome back to the Misty and Ike Morning Show. Oh, happy Moonshine Friday. Episode 120. Two, yeah. 220. Two, I skipped a whole hundred. I think it's 225. Yeah. 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 225. <laughs> yep. 225. 225 of them. You've been drinking moonshine, ain't you? I'm drunk as <laughs> You've been drinking. You got in the moonshine, I, didn't you? I got you? up in the shine this morning, Ugh. Misty. Tell you I what. Keep, I keep telling you not to start the day with moonshine. How, how is she supposed to start your day? Coffee. Like normal people. I did. I would just put a little shine in the coffee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hell yeah. Why no, now? No, why no, is it no. Moonshine Day? It, it's actually National Moonshine Day. Oh, well, hey, folks. <laughs> National yeah. Moonshine Day. Yeah. So, I mean, we should celebrate. I've been celebrating all morning. Clearly. Yep. As drunk as a skunk. You want to know some interesting facts about moonshine? I do, actually. Can I keep my accent the whole time? If you want. I want to. I haven't done the accent on the show in a while. Yomp to? Yeah, hell yeah. You eat yet? <laughs> eat yet. <laughs> Yomp to? Yomp to? Moonshine facts. All there right, ain't Bubba. no rules when you're making moonshine right here. Like uh, <laughs> spirits like Scotch whiskey, Irish whiskey, gin, and sake have certain rules which dictate, <laughs> which dictate the ingredients, equipment, and processes that must be used to create them. Scotch whiskey, for example, must be made in Scotland, distilled twice, Matured in oak cast for three years or okay, more, I, and made from water and malted barley. I do not like this. <laughs> and have a minimum alcoholic strength of forty percent ABE. The Scots are so strict on these rules that they have legislated them. You know, you don't even sound like mountain southern. You sound like one of those weird people in the Pennsylvania hills, like Pennsylvania. Yep, that's where my that's where my kinfolk from. Oh my god. I sound like one of them that made it out and is making an educational no. video. Okay, here, for... have you heard of... Um, <laughs> okay. No, I just, like, it's so prevalent, like, in the last few weeks, Mayor of Easttown on HBO. Uh, no, I it, have not seen that. So it takes place in, like, you know, the hills of Pennsylvania, and it's Kate Winslet, who is his English. That's the Titanic titty lady right there. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. This nice lady showed it's, her titties on the Titanic movie in front of uh, Adam DiCaprio or whatever. <laughs> Adam DiCaprio. Uh, what's that fellow's name? Leonardo. Yeah, that's what I meant. Leo yeah. for short, even. Yeah, he got to see some titties. Anyways, <laughs> everyone's been talking about how spot on the cast of this nailed that t- Terrible accent. Did she show her titties in that? <laughs> not even upset about interrupting you a minute ago now. I'm just not. I just got a case of the tickles right there. You sure did. Woo. Anyways, you sound just like her, and I can't get. I've I've been watching uh, the show, and I can't get it out of my head, and I had to get it out of my head and say you sound like Kate Winslet. <laughs> <laughs> It's never a dull moment here oh. on the Misty and Ike morning program. It, you are drunk. Yep. I think you are drunk. Well, I just said titties like eight times on our show. You sure did. 
That's the record for the amount of number of times titties has been said. I think that like, we've never said it up until this episode <laughs> yep, right now, here and now. And now I've said titties like 12 times. You sure have. I'm going to put a titty counter on the bottom of the screen. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not going to bother to do that. I don't even understand how in an episode about moonshine it's been said this many times, but yesterday's episode about male strippers it wasn't mentioned once. <laughs> well, why would you talk about man titties? That's, that's what, not that's, really what I was that's gross. going for there. Did you know that not all moonshine is illegal? Nor, I that. You can get it. You can get it registered with not, the government. Nor is it all dangerous because yep. it's been long said that it's very dangerous. What the legal moonshine has? What like forty percent? Uh, I think that's what you just said, right? Uh, no, that was what, oh, that, that was, was Irish whiskey. <laughs> scotch, scotch, scotch. Um, well, okay. So without any FDA inspections to ensure ensure safety and quality, you mm-hmm. know, there have always been bad batches or poor production techniques. You know, there's been things like distilling it in a car radiator. (laughs) So that has the potential to create high levels of dangerous chemicals Mm -hmm. uh, like methanol. (laughs) Methanol run your boat real fast. (laughs) Consuming methanol can acidify your blood, causing blindness, seizures and death. Oh, yeah. You've never gone blind drinking moonshine before? Well, Ooh. so that's the thing. Many moonshiners in their small communities started to not be okay with the the perception that it was all being brewed in like a car radiator somewhere and that you were going to die if you drank yeah. it. And, you know, it was something that had been passed down generation to generation on how to like properly make it. So they actually started um, creating a, a list of acceptable ways mm. to make your moonshine. Yeah. And things that were unacceptable because they wanted to keep their reputations. Yeah. It's one of the reasons why copper is so expensive. Real cool. Copper is the best way to do it, to distill it. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't never know that. Just off the top of my head without even reading a recipe. So what you want to do is you want to make your mash in a barrel and let it sit till it ferments. And then right. you want to boil it and then it goes up into some coils as, and mm-hmm. only the alcohol steam comes out. Right. And then it comes down into it. It cools as it spirals down through a condenser and then it drips into something and then you shake it and the amount of bubbles that's in it mm-hmm. tells you the alcohol content. I mean, that's the last time I made a bag. <laughs> Do you want to know some other other names? I got two things. I do. I got some uh, some terms that they use in the uh, moonshine making process. But first, here's some other names for moonshine. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. Hooch. Hooch. That's I definitely heard it called hooch. White lightning. Heard it called white lightning. White liquor. Never heard that. Mountain Dew. Oh no. That, I mean, that's where. Yep. Yeah. Choop. Choop. Mm-hmm. Homebrew. <laughs> shiny hooch everybody's heard of hooch you said hooch twice it's the first thing you said well it's on here twice <laughs> look i believe you i believe you anyway white whiskey white ew stump whiskey i don't like the sounds of these things mash liquor and then they, mash didn't, they didn't have corn liquor on here i was gonna say corn liquor is the thing i've mm-hmm. most often you can heard. make it out of anything you want to what you generally do is what you have left over from your crop. Like right. If you got extra right. corn. Yeah. Or potatoes. You can make vodka. Right. Make potato whiskey if you want to. Make, you can make whiskey. straw you can make strawberry whiskey. You can make oh man, you got all kinds of good stuff. Oh. Here's some other terms that you can use in the in the process. These are insider terms, you know. Okay. <laughs> I wanna hear about this. Uh backins is a weak whiskey that is created at the end of a double run. Oh, it's the runoff. 
Yeah. So okay. a double run is when you distill it twice. twice. Yeah. Or no, you run your mash through twice. You try and make right. two runs of whiskey. Okay. Uh, so Backens is like, it's like 8%. It's kind of gross. Uh, puke is the boiling over of a Ugh. hot still. Granny fees are bribes paid to law enforcement. <laughs> Blackport is a mash which ferments directly in the still instead of a tub. A runner is a person who moves moonshine while evading the law, <laughs> also called bootleggers. Right. See our episode on the Dukes of Hazard. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Episode I don't know. Uh, a thumper is a keg that is placed between the boiler and condenser to give the moonshine a second distillation during a single run. Nobody does that. Because it's boring. Huh. Mm -hmm. Did you know, this is a weird one. Moonshine inspired NASCAR. Oh, I did know that. Really? You forget you where knew I'm from. that? Yeah. Because people were just racing each other. They were racing the cops. Right. Right. And they were and souping up their cars to be able right. to go faster than police cars. And then they started yep. racing each other. And then they started. And then there's uh, NASCAR. There you go. You are completely correct. I'm amazed by how much you know about Moonshine. Oh, you kidding me? I'm impressed. Allegedly, I know this. All this stuff is alleged. I've never actually made it. You know there's a place called Moonshine University? Well, yesterday we found manstripperuniversity.com, <laughs> so nothing's going to surprise me You're anymore. right. You're right. That's a good point. You know, the first moonshiners were British. I did not know that. I mean, I just kind of figured that people, no matter where they were in the world, have always been finding a way to make some kind of alcohol. Yeah. You well, know? Anytime you're making alcohol illegally and not paying a tax on it, right. you're running from the law. That's true. Yep. All right. So, wait... Did the Brits make moonshine in England or did the Brits make moonshine the Brits that escaped over here? The that when it started. The first moonshiners began <coughs> operating in Britain in the late 15th century. They initially began distilling spirits illegally to avoid the new excise taxes. Although they were moonshiners, they didn't use the term to describe the spirits they were making until the 18th century. So they were doing it for 300 years. Whoa. Before they did that there. All right. Yep. Um... Well, and this this is an interesting thing that actually made me think of you. Okay. Piedmont Distillers, which is located in Madison, North Carolina. I know them. Holds the title of being the first legal moonshine operation in the United States. And yep. the state's first legal distillery since Prohibition. Mm -hmm. Have you ever seen the and show? It's your people. Yeah, that's my people. Yeah. That's them. There's my kinfolk. <laughs> uh, we're going down to the cement <laughs> pond later. Oh, snap. What? Oh, what's happening? Oh, that thing says there's limited space remaining. Uh-oh. Oh, we can finish this up in 15 oh. minutes or less. Yeah. Woo, I thought we lost that episode. <sighs> Technical difficulties, folks. And then we wouldn't have titties, 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 titties. <laughs> oh, we would still save titties, titties. <laughs> titties, titties, titties. Now we're up to like 30 titties. Uh, uh, if you watch the show Moonshiners on Discovery Channel, one of the guys is going through the process of becoming legit throughout the whole thing. I, I have not actually like ever sat down to watch it. I've always wanted to because I find it very interesting. I just haven't never pops out at me. Man, there's an old dude on that show uh -huh. named Popcorn, I think. Popcorn Jim. I don't know. I'm super old dude. He's got like one tooth left in his head. And he'll, he takes a sip of whiskey and he just starts dancing around. He looks like he's having the best time. They're drunk all the time. Of course yeah. they are. I just don't understand why people go out and put their stills in public on a... I mean, I know that you, you need to be by a cold water source or a creek. Right. But like, why don't you just buy some land with a river on it? And right. then go like, hey, the law you, can't private, come on here. Private land. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
I'm the whole thing is super interesting to me that most of the time, like all of those stills used to have to be hidden so that, because obviously they were doing it illegally, mm-hmm. but other, other bootleggers and moonshiners would come and try and still steal yeah. your still. Cause the cops are expensive. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. Weird. And the other thing about being around the Creek is that you could actually use the mud from the Creek bed to like patch in the holes around your still and like, Make a, fur- a, a furnace, and uh, there's a lot of things you, you can do. A lot about this. I watched um, the show a lot. Did the show teach you that Mountain Dew was originally created as a chaser for moonshine? I did not know that. That's disgusting. That <laughs> In 1932, brothers Barney and Allie Hartman created the lemon line drink as a whiskey chaser in Knoxville, Tennessee. According to the Smithsonian, Smithsonian. <laughs> The name Mountain Dew was selected to emphasize the intended use of their drink, underscored by the presence of the original brand mascot, Willie the Hillbilly, Whoa. and his tagline, it'll tickle your innards. Man, I've had my innards tickled a couple times. Oh! Um, you know that moonshine is gradually being legalized? Yeah, like, you know, you can buy it at liquor stores now, like there are brands. But you that- can also make a certain batch amount for home consumption. Oh, it's like like, like homebrewing beer. Yeah, or like when you okay. first got your medical marijuana card, you could grow eight plants for home consumption right. on your own. Gotcha. Now, um, many states offer licenses to craft distillers, which let individuals make a small amount of moonshine for private consumption. However, most states do require moonshine moonshiners to also obtain a commercial distiller's permit or a fuel alcohol permit from the federal government. It's worth noting that these licenses do not allow for the commercial sale of moonshine. Huh. So you can make it for yourself. You just can't sell it. Right. Gotcha. Yeah, you're right. The first, uh, it was 2005 when the first, okay. that seems awfully recent. It the really first does. Legal moonshiner. Right. 2005. Right. That was hundreds of them. Yeah. Mm. Do you know, um, so the bottles of moonshine, how they have the X's on them and how we always think of that as like, oh, poison. that means it's poison. Yeah. That's not the truth. What does it stand for? <laughs> so you might recall seeing pop culture references that depict moonshine in a jug marked XXX. Mm-hmm. That's because in typical do-it-yourself style, these X's once indicated how many times a batch of moonshine had been run through the still. Oh. So if it has one X only once, et cetera, okay, et cetera. That's triple distilled. That's yeah, some good, that's some good yeah. moonshine, right? Yeah, don't drink that one X stuff. That's really fascinating. Yeah, so before modern distilling techniques and equipment, moonshiners had to conduct three runs to get a pure, higher alcohol content, usually well above 80%. Mm. By the time a batch was really finished, it ended up in a jug marked with the triple X. So that's right. Maybe they distilled illegally. That doesn't mean that they didn't care about the products that they were making. Yeah, you're only as good as your name. Yeah, there's a lot mm-hmm. of pride in the operation. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. an old Mountain Dew commercial here I just found. Oh, is it Willie the Hillbilly? It is. It sure is. Look at him. Willie the Hillbilly right there. I'm not going to play Does he have it. a corncob pipe sticking out of his mouth? I can't tell because the... Oh, he's got a joint sticking out of his mouth. No. Yeah, somebody added the joint and the sunglasses. Uh, okay. I was like, no, that yeah. was not. Well... Well, two weeks ago we had a pizza party. Yeah. Last week it was burger, burger Fridays. time. It was Friday, and mm-hmm. now we're just getting drunk on moonshine on a yeah. Friday. I think that we're starting to set a trend. Yeah, it's food Friday, food and alcohol Fridays. I think so. Food and beverage. It's happy hour. It's Friday. Food and beverage Fridays. I'll take it. Yeah. yeah. Well, since it's Friday and we got all this moonshine, 
we're gonna go drink moonshine. And look I'm at not titties. Not gonna go drink moonshine. And not we're not and looking I'm at titties. I'm not gonna look at titties. Well, you I do mean, whatever you want. I'll do whatever I want this week. He's gonna go look at titties and drink moonshine. Titties and moonshine, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's the new motto of our show: titties and moon. Titties and moonshine. Those are our new nicknames. Oh my god! What? How many more listeners do we have if our names are titties, <laughs> titties and, and moonshine? moonshine. Leave a comment and tell us oh if we should change the name of our show from Misty no. and Ike in the morning to no. Titties and Moonshine. <laughs> oh, my God. We'll see you on Monday. Wait, have a good weekend, everybody. <laughs>